You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona. With me always are my good friends. Jay from the hills of Texas. And AK Mike in Texas. And welcome back to the uh, the, par- the podcast. Uh, last week, or last time, I guess, we were talking a little bit about um, motor electric to, or actually gas to electric conversions. And uh, Mike, you had some uh, good valid points uh, after our last episode and uh, and had a couple of questions, or at least wanted to kind of make a couple of clarifications, I think. Well, well, when I listened to it, it was funny because, you know, this is a conversation. When I first started doing foamies with Jay, which is how we really how we met, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the conversations I always have with Jay is, well, I want to do this. He goes, well, it depends. And it would <laughs> right. drive me nuts because he'd say that all the time. It's like, you're killing yeah. me, dude. Like, this is it, what does it depend on? And, and so, you know, I kind of heard that sort of conversation in the in the podcast, except for. You had the answers mm-hmm. to the questions. It, was, it just felt like, for me, uh, a, as I started listening again, it reminded me that really, what it really depends on is the variables that are going to limit you. And you guys talked about that, so it's not like you didn't talk about it. You did talk mm-hmm. about it. Well, like the perfect example was, well, if you have a plane and it can only have a ten size prop, well, then you have to start there because that's as big as the right. prop it can be. So. From that point, that's when you're going to figure out, because it's a 10-size prop, there's only so many motors that can turn that 10-size prop. And you talked about KV, and you talked about, you know, what those different things. And so Mm -hmm. as you find one of those limitations, whether it be uh, weight or the size of the battery that's going to go in the plane, if if it's just a park flyer foamy, I may only be able to put a two-cell small battery in it because of how small the plane is. So that's going to limit right. what kind of motors it'll drive, which will also limit what size of a, a propeller it will need, et cetera. So, so, so that's, a, that's a good thing that you bring up because uh, one of the things that we did mention was the weight of the airplane. So, so I think if we were to, to put the limitations in order, the first thing is the weight of the aircraft. If you have a little foamy, you're obviously not going to put a six-cell battery in a little foamy, right? right. So, so right. whatever that – whatever aircraft – yeah, I mean, unless you're Jay. five nickel, five nickels together, nickels together, right? As a six cell, right. you know, exactly. Nickel size. Uh, so, so I think that uh, in in this particular case, we were talking to gas gas airplanes are much right. bigger, right? So we're not really talking they are. about they farmers. are, and I and I liked what you said about that, right? Because that's a real that's a real easy way to start with. Mm-hmm. I I'm going to have this size. I have this weight plane. It's going to require this much thrust. Or, right. or whatever to drive right. it, and there are charts out in the world to to adjust that. If you if you can't find them, I, I know they're out there, but then you would go. From yeah, if that you can't to, find it, just send us an email at parkflyerpodcast@gmail.com. We'll we'll send you one. Yep. They're easy to find on the internet, yep. but we can get you one. Yep. And then that drives the size motor you're going to have because of the of the weight. You need to have a certain thing, which. Then you're going to have – so you were talking in order. So it was the weight and then what? Yeah, so I, th- I think the weight of the aircraft is the first one. 
And then maybe battery size is the second one because this is a good example of you. What about you your prop say, size? You don't feel like – Nope, nope. A, a prop – one of the things about a prop is that it's a couple of dollars, right? If, if you needed yeah. a new prop, you can spend anywhere from a dollar at Hobby King or up to – if you're going to get a master air screw prop, you're going to spend somewhere north of – Depending on you know the type of airplane that I have, some of them are eighteen to twenty four dollars. So so I think that that's somewhat reasonable that you can exchange props very easily because you just you know spend the new one on, as opposed to the size of the battery. A six cell battery could be up to a hundred and something dollars, where a four cell battery may only be forty dollars. So depending on a budget yeah. and and yeah. what I'm going to run on it, if you know they do make bigger motors that will run off of a six cell and a bigger motor that will run off of a four cell. So if I have an airplane that weighs three pounds, let's say, and I need 150 amps or watts, sorry, 150 watts, then I can actually look at the motors that will actually produce 150 watts on a six cell or 150 watts on a four cell because they are out there. Mm Right, and so I think right. that the the weight being the first one of my aircraft, then I'm going to have to look at the size of the battery that I can fit into the airplane, because I have a pattern airplane that won't take anything bigger than a four cell. Now right. it wants a five thousand milliamp four cell, but a four cell is as big as I can get, and this is a size right. sixty airplane, and you could put a, a you know a gas motor on it, but but it's I, I have an electric one, and I'm stuck with the with a battery that's only four cell. So I think right, but that that's you're, probably but if, you're, if you're solid against the ground, you know, like if you're if you have a trike gear or even a tail dragger, and and you put you want to put a 13 size prop on there, but you can't. That's, isn't that still going to be an issue? I think that's what I'm talking about when I say prop size, not from a cost perspective, but from a from a physical size, limitation size. size. Right. Physical yeah. Limitation. yeah, and and I do I I don't disagree with you, but I think that the motor is going to drive that, right? If I if I have a big enough motor, um. I could put a bigger size prop on it, but if I have a smaller motor, less, I can't put a size. twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So if I have a four cell, if I have a four cell type motor, so I see. I'm not so going to put a thirteen inch drive, prop on it. The battery's going to drive one <laughs> size motor anyway. And so your <laughs> your next correct. limitation is the battery. I see. That, makes that sense, is correct. Right? Yeah. So, so the battery so, so would be the next one. Is, yeah. So what you're saying is, take my plane, figure out the weight, whether I get that from specs or just physically weigh it, and mm-hmm. then. Uh, and then, and I have to include potential weight of battery, potential weight. And so That's you, correct. You take the heaviest one that you might use, you know, five thousand six cell, and you'd say, oh, that weighs, you know, whatever it does, and I would add mm-hmm. that to the weight of the plane because that's going to mm-hmm. be part of the calculation. Okay, great. And then right. from there, you're gonna you're gonna get the motor size that you want, uh, because that four cell can now only drive a certain thing, and it well, you got to find the one that produces the watts you need to drive that thing, right? That is correct. And so, okay. so I can actually, a four cell motor can come in a, a very tiny package, right? Mm-hmm. Or for, for instance, a good, a good, good example. The, um, the airplane that you came down here and built, the uh, Funracer, that was mm-hmm. a four cell or a three yeah. cell. So, mm-hmm. the, so the motor could take either or, but we weren't swapping right. the props out. No. I mean, no if, if we did a three, if we did a three cell battery, we could actually up the prop just slightly. Yeah, you know, so, by so one because or the two. ESC would be able to handle it. Correct, because the right. prop size is going to drive the, the the amps that are going through your ESC. So okay. what I'm saying is, is that you have a four cell that will drive a fun racer. I have a four cell that will drive a sixty size pattern airplane. Mm-hmm. 
but I bet you we're using, you know, slightly different propellers because the motor that I have may be big enough to fit in your hand where the motor yeah. you're using is, is, you know, two fingers, fingers it's, or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the size of a roll of quarters, even though it's using a four cell battery, mine's much bigger, has a yeah. lower KV. So the lower KV means I can use a bigger prop because I have a bigger airplane. So it produces yeah, remember, more wattage. I remember converting a, a was a brushed, uh, a brushed motor airplane with electro, Remember that one, Jay? The electro, yeah. whatever yep. that purple mm-hmm. one. Electro streak. It was it, like the electro. Electro streak. Thank yep. you. And it had a brush motor, which was just crap for it. It Really was anemic for yeah, it. Yeah, sure. And we found a 900 kV motor that took a bigger, that took that could swing a bigger prop, and right. I, same size battery, all that stuff, weight, everything was identical. And that thing hauled ass. Plus, it barely, it just sipped on the power because it was a 900 kV, and we were swinging a big ass prop. Right. Uh, right. So. so so I mean, all those things are relevant. So okay, so you got weight, uh, uh, size of your battery, and then the motor needed to drive it, and then the prop. Well, so before before I did the motor, though, I would look at what my ESC option is. Well, because well, your e- the... your ESC option. Well, okay. Once again, for instance, for you, right? Those are tied. If you though, opened the your... motor and the ESC options are pretty tied together, aren't they? Not really. No. Okay. I mean, you can tie them together, but what I'm saying is, is that uh, most guys have some sort of electric, right? So I know Jay, uh, um, Jim, uh, who we're kind of using it as an example, mm-hmm. he has multiple electric airplanes, but he has gas airplanes too, right? So his choice is to go out and buy a new ESC for the new gas conversion, or he might have one in Jay's case. Jay says, oh, well, I have an ESC right here. Let's just use this one. Well, if that ESC is a max, um, you know, amperage of 30 to 45 amps, then you're going to have to get a motor that's only going to drive 30 to 45 amps. Right. And so my point was, I think my point was, you really want to find the motor you want to use to fly the thing. And then you're going to figure out what the amps is going to take to draw it to get the, to see it. You know, you're trying to go from, I have existing equipment, and I'm just trying to go from, I need to solve this problem, this engineering problem of Mm -hmm. getting this plane to fly, and then I'm Mm going to go, oh, well, crap, I don't have a 40 amp, I only have a 30 amp, so what do I have to do? Can I even do it? If I have a 30 amp right. ESC or, right. or not, right. and I think that that's why I was saying, so it's size, battery size, I mean, weight, battery size, right. motor size, right. uh, ESC that accompanies that for the wattage that you need, right, for the amps Agreed. and watts that you need, and then a prop size that goes along with that. Those right, and I, I think that's I think that's ultimately what you're looking for is that the motor, the ESC, and the prop are the combination that will drive. Whatever the watts that you're trying to get battery, out of it, the yeah. watts you're trying to get out of it, right? right. Correct. And, and I was going to say one of the things you guys were you're kind of going over is is that at least with the ESCs, one of the nice things is is you can get away with getting a bigger one, and you you mm-hmm. can't go you won't go wrong other than it's bigger, taking up more space. Yeah, it may take it take more space or weigh right. a little bit more, but like not so much significantly your, uh, that you'd be going back to like the tough wings or to your uh, fundraiser, right? So you could run right. same prop, same motor with either a three cell or a four cell. You just had to get, you just had to have it an ex, uh, ESC that was able to handling four cells. Yes. Going down lower, you know, you may go a little slower and it may not be as efficient, but you could go ahead and use the three S. Right. And still fly. And, and it flew just fine. 
Yeah, and that one thing so, flew just fine on this resell. It, yeah, and, and right, it was a but, rocket but ship in the same, the right in the same token. I mean, I have a 150 amp ESC that would work on any airplane you own. Right. But it's the size of the battery, yes. so it's and right. it weighs that right. much, right? You know, <laughs> right. so right, it's got a heat so sink to, to it. So we're back to we're back to the size of the airplane again here. With the, when you correct. said size of the battery, correct. really, you're really talking about is the shell of the plane. Can it hold the battery that, that you're going to put in it? Yeah, right. and so we're which back which to goes back that to my example of my pattern airplane that would only take a four cell. It was only right. wide enough in the center. I could not so put that, a six cell. So in that was your I long pole that you had to solve for, really, or short pole in this case. Yeah. That you had to solve for, so that you can right. then go go out the other things. But those seem to be, I, I think that was, you know, as you were talking, you guys said all those things in the mm-hmm. last podcast. But but to have them laid out like you just laid them out, I think is really, right the, the right not the right way, but it's probably the best way or a good way to isolate down what size motor you want, mm-hmm. what size battery you're going to end up using, etc. Jay made a good point. Uh, I think he referenced the fact that I have, or Mike made reference to the fact that I keep have three cell batteries. So in my case, I might start with the premise that, well, whatever it is, it has to run off a three cell. Now Correct. I'm automatically limiting myself inappropriately, possibly by doing that, but it's a choice I'm making out of the, out of the gate. But if I, Ag- but if I want to see, yeah, but if I want to see what, sh- what would be a good motor for this, I, I would erase that limitation that I placed on myself, and I would just mm-hmm. say, okay, given the limitation of this weight, what's what do I need? Given the limitation of the size right. of the plane, what do I need? Uh, or right. what will fit next? And then and sort of narrow it down as you go across. I, I would call that back to front, right? Because right. Uh, the weight Correct. of it, and then you, you go from right. the, you know fuselage and then up to the motor and now the prop, using right? using your favorite uh you know saying is that it depends uh <laughs> because that's even funny. though you have a three cell and you're limiting i know that's why i was giving you credit uh it, if you had a three cell you can always combine the batteries yep. right that's you can parallel cell. or series and make it a six cell but once again you are still limiting so if you wanted to get a bigger airplane it just required a little more power you could always take the two True. put them together and say, "Okay, True. well, now I got a six cell, but we're limited by space again." My once yeah, again, you know, I've got airplanes yeah. space where and weight weight disbursement, correct. right? Because now weight you might you might throw you might throw the CG off because you put one battery behind the other. You can't stack them because it's not tall enough correct. or whatever. Correct. And now you got a bad CG because right. of that choice, right? So, so I, I actually believe it or not, I have a, a Hotliner glider, and this is a perfect example because the Hotliner glider is um, carbon fiber and it has a very narrow fuselage. And so when I was looking at putting a ESC battery motor prop, all of that into it, I had to very, I had to, to measure it and say, okay, well, my most limiting factor at the moment is a battery because it needs to run off of a four cell. So finding a four cell battery that would fit inside that fuselage was quite a task. But once I found it, it I realized that I could only get uh, for like a four cell that was in the 3,800 or 2,200 milliamps, right? Because of the physical and characteristics so, of it. Right, because of the size and the weight and everything, and it would slide. So now I had to actually drop down to two cells and put the two, because the two cell was smaller, yes, and then I shoved it further back at a 1,000, or I think it's 1,100, and I put another 1,100 in there, put them in, Parallel, right? Series parallel. Put them in parallel, and now I have a four-cell battery that is actually two 
two cells, but it fits. So now I ha- now I've solved that problem of having the four cell battery fit. Now I have to figure out in this little space how big of a ESC I need. Yeah. And so it's I'm looking at yeah, the put smallest here, I can put in it? there and still yeah. have enough amperage to, to drive this motor. Yeah. And then the it. motor uh, was very specific as well because, you know, the motor had to fit inside the front of, you know, that particular part. And, of course, I have, a um, you know, a, uh, a folding prop. So the prop the prop was a pretty much, you know, given. So So it is kind of a puzzle and you can – you know, you Jay is correct when he says it depends on what you have. But I think if you got out a piece of paper, if Jim sat down and said, "Okay, I've got a you know six pound airplane, I've got uh, you know a, a four cell battery or a six cell battery that I want to use on it." Now, what what that combination there? I need X amount of watts to get this to fly the way I want it to, whether it's a hundred, mm-hmm. hundred fifty, two hundred plus. Um, you know, the type of airplane, if it's a trainer airplane, I don't want 300 Watts of power on there. It's or 3000 Watts, you know, it's going <laughs> to rip the wings off. I do. So I have to be, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. But, uh, so I have to be cognizant of that. Right. And then sure. get all that written down. And then that yeah. kind of, that's going to narrow me down into a, a smaller group, um, you know, of, of what I need to look at. If I have to buy new stuff, if I have stuff that is current existing, uh, like me or Jay, where I've got you know a box of motors, I can look through there and find one that may fit the bill. Um, so hey, you know. AZ Mike. So this just brings uh, just make remind me of something. So remember when you came up to Alaska, and I think you built uh, a slow fly twenty eight at the house. I did. I mean, you, like you yeah. built it in ten minutes, mm-hmm. took me twenty minutes or an hour. <laughs> something anyway, like that. So I think you brought up the components, and so was yours. Yeah, I think you had the two cell. Yours was a two. cell. I did. And mine, mine was, was a three-cell. Cell. And that was That's a correct. very interesting comparison because the aircrafts had similar performances mm-hmm. to a certain degree. But because yours was a two-cell and lighter, actually you could get you could get a higher, um, you know, you could hover a lot better than I could because mm-hmm. your plane was just that much lighter. But, well, and I had a bigger prop. Yeah, well, you had you had, had a slightly bigger problem, problem, right? But but the thing it, was, was, it wasn't that much different though. But I mean, I I yeah, was able. No, to, but, I think but, I went from like a uh, eight to a nine. Yeah, right. But but my thing is, yeah. is that the two planes performed the same, but they you know they did. In the outer edges of the performance envelope is where they kind of mm-hmm. shone, like because you know with my three cell, I could fly a little bit longer, you know, but because my plane was heavier, I didn't I didn't. Uh, I couldn't stand it on the prop as easily as you could or hold it Correct. as long because your plane was just that little bit, you know, a few grams lighter. It mm-hmm. could perform better just, just because of the fact, but because, you know, the motor combinations were so close. So it's one of those things where, hey, you got a two-cell, I got a three-cell. Hey, they perform almost verbatim. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get very similar performances, but at the outer edges of, you know, their peaks, you know, they, they there were some differences, but all, you know, all in all, if we were flying or doing our thing, hey, they they were almost the same. Yeah, time. they they you didn't notice, right? Yeah. You didn't notice that much of a difference. So mm-hmm. you know, not the confusion. And I and I think they both uh, both of them used the same ESC as well. Oh yeah, I think yeah, we both yeah. had the same yeah. one. So so we were able to get away with you know the motor looked identical, believe it or not, it was the same size. It just had a yeah. little bit different winding in it, yep. you know, and so uh, it just and a performed KV, a little bit different. Uh huh. Yeah, it was slightly. I think I was uh, 
1500 kb yeah you probably had a lower kb than mm-hmm. his this is probably mm-hmm. 1700 you probably had 15, yeah i think it was or 15 or whatever 13 right? something yeah. right yeah right so i could use a, a lower um or maybe that was backwards. Maybe yeah, mine got, was 17 his was 13. It should have been yeah. you had the higher KV. Because if you have a lower KV, I can use a bigger prop. So Right. right. But, yeah, yeah. either way. Either anyway. Way. But, anyway. Uh, they were spinning about the same. I mean, I don't think the props spun any different. I mean, they you know, so much power going through it. Um, which, you know, once again, we kind of, uh, you know, have these limitations. We kind of put them together. And then that's how we kind of get this thing started. But... Uh, Jim had mentioned also, he kind of wrote us back and, and after listening to the podcast and had a couple more questions. And, uh, I think Jay, one of the questions was the, the C rating of the battery, right? Right. So he was wondering, um, for like, like for this particular problem, right? Uh, is it better Mm -hmm. to have a 30 C or a 60 C? Is it, is a 30 C good enough for your, for a large plane or do you have to have a 60 or 80 or 90 or 110 C, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. for a bigger aircraft? Yeah, and and so uh, two things with that. Number one, when we first started flying, the biggest battery you could get was maybe five or ten C. Yeah. And when when we found that you know there were ten C batteries out there, it was like woohoo! You know, you could fly it. Uh, Mike mentioned earlier off off air that it's it's all about what did you say the word was all about? Um, I can't remember the term you used. You, you were talking about the energy coming through the draw, you know, the, the, the draw. draw it's all about yeah. the draw from the battery now having said that the the other side of that coin is in today's world if you bought a new battery you're probably going to get a 40c battery i mean i'm almost I, I i honestly don't know when the last time i even saw a 10c or a 20c well, well battery if they sell them they're not they're not telling you they're, no, the they are really, selling them. They're selling them, but they're selling them for a different product. Right, right. But my point is they're not really telling you 10C anymore, and, and they're so damn cheap. You're like, oh, this is a 2203 cell for like $2? Holy <laughs> crap. And then you realize, you know, after some investigation, that's really just a 10C battery. And, and you know, they can't they can't give those things away because the, because the you know, well, you I, draw I an think LED this... light, an LED <laughs> light, you know, right? But that's it, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Any kind of thing with the amp on it is going to be like, yeah, it's going to kill the well, battery. Well, believe it or not, if you look into the FPV world, um, a lot of the drone manufacturers are the long-distance guys, you know, that fly for hours and hours, you know, that they can go up and fly. Those batteries are big, like 22,000 milliamps, and they have a very low C rating. Because the engines that are running on those are very slow, there aren't yeah. drawing hardly anything because well, they're meant to draw. Well, and with the depth of twenty-two thousand, the, the twenty-two thousand milliamps also gives it the the draw strength it needs anyway. It gives it the overhead Correct. for right. for the pull, right? Because that's yeah, really yeah, the yeah. burst. That C rating is really the bur- if, burst. If I understand it right, the, is that the is burst correct. speed, the yeah. burst amount. Uh, yeah, it's and, going, it's and, if you went from uh, idle thrust to full power back and then back to full power that's going to give you this energy where you're drawing and then you're not and then you're drawing so it spikes and you can actually see that on a watt meter you can go ramp it up really fast and you can see those watts really peg out and then if you come down and then just kind of move it up you can see that there's a difference uh it's it's the equivalent of trying to get uh you know your entire swimming pool drained through a garden hose or you can do it through a 5 or 10-inch pipe, right? You're going to get much more water moving through a 10-inch pipe than you will through your water hose. 
So therefore, draining the pool is going to go much faster if you have this big 10-inch pipe. And mm-hmm. that's kind of the best way I can explain it. If you have a very high amp draw motor, such as an EDF, then you want a very big pipe that's that's able to draw a lot of energy without restricting it. Because uh, a large portion of that draw is uh, it's creating heat, and the heat inside your battery is not a good thing. So you want it to be able to discharge at at a very high rate, uh, and the C rating is what gives you that. So if you got a 90C or a 100C battery, mm-hmm. that's really geared more towards a very high amp draw uh, EDF or, or you know fan, some sort of a fan that if you're flying jets, uh, and then that way you can you know be a little more aggressive on the throttle, and you know you're not going to over temp your battery. Um, so, so plus, plus you've got really six know, cells you're trying to run there. Right. So how am I going to really know that 30C is enough or not? Uh, well, in Jay's world, uh, he know he knows it's not enough when his battery comes down after his flight and it's all puffed up. So I'm cooking pancakes. <laughs> yeah, that's a little Ooh, late. That's a little late. It is a little late. That's a little late. Yeah. It is a little late. Poof. That may be bad. Poof daddy. That's your poof yeah, daddy battery. That's true. Um, I will tell you that uh, – uh, you know, after having spoken with several battery manufacturers and, you know, we had a battery sponsor for a while uh, and he kind of walked us through some of that stuff um, and knowing guys that do testing for it, a lot of that has to do with the lithium co- content in the battery. The mm-hmm. The higher the quality of, of lithium uh, and the more you have available to you, the less, the less problems you're going to have with the battery. So if you have, let's just for just giggles i'll say uh 80 so 80 percent of your battery is lithium and then the other 20 percent are fillers or gels or whatever they're using in there um then if you're drawing the lithium is not able to keep up even if it's 100 c and you're running that thing really hard you're going to get a puffy battery now the mm-hmm. the lower end batteries such as the three cell four cell five cells those things, you know, you, you're trying to draw a lot of energy from them. That could cause a lot of heat, and that would cause them to puff up. But there are other manufacturers that I'm aware of that uh, that I use that, that I've had, you know, I've been full throttle and idle and full throttle and doing aerobatics in a jet that, uh, you know, I never had a puffing problem because the right. quality of the lithium is at 99.9%, uh, and I'm getting a full, you know, quality battery uh energy through through the esc and out to the motor right so i you know i think a lot of that has to do i mean sometimes we equate uh equate it out with pricing if the battery's 100 plus dollars you know it's probably going to be a good battery but i don't necessarily well, you don't know think that yeah that's, that's, not, that's not always yeah, yeah. yeah. so so i have so, a question so, for you i have a question for you so if you have a battery i mean if you have a motor that's going to pull so many amps and maybe you're going to figure that out by the the, using a watt meter, right, to mm-hmm. figure out how many mm-hmm. amps. Is there a point at which it says makes sense to go from a 30C to a 60C where that would make it not puff up? Like, what's the what's the point at which that uh, is it twice the amount of the amperage? Is it you know one and a quarter? Like, what? That's a good question. Is, is there a way well, to do that's that? That's a good question. Uh, I you know I would have to look into that and try to figure some of that out. I I don't right. know that answer right off the top maybe, of my head. Maybe one of our maybe one of our listeners knows and they can kind yep. of chime in. Maybe so. Yep. Because and I think you know, you know I can everybody bought has bought a battery Boughton. that should should have been a good <laughs> that should have been a good right. quality or whatever, and then you take it right. out, and then you're not doing anything special. 
and it comes down and it's puffy and you're like, what the heck? I wasn't yeah. going crazy yeah. with it. Right. I wasn't right. Right. Well, some, and we've all had the conversation. Battery. Yeah, we've right. all had the conversation right. about, hey, your, your plane needs a 30 amp ESC. Buy a 40 amp. Because, Correct. because what you don't Correct. know if they're really giving you an ESC that is going to handle that 30 amps or yeah. not. Or, or, so, or you, yeah, or they are uh, rated for like 10% over whatever it is. Right, but even, but even with that, it, it might be, you know, it could be plus or minus 10%. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. Because some, some name brands, made it, you know. Yeah, and I and I would I would caution you in the process of an ESC purchase, a motor purchase, and a battery purchase. That you look at a brand, you've got one of two choices. You can buy the cheapest one out there and just call it, you know, what it is. And Jay and I used to do that all the time. You know, we'd, we'd buy $5 motors, and if it burned up, it's 5 bucks, right? What do we care? Yeah. But if I'm going to pay for something and I want it to last, I'm going to look at somebody that's got good reviews. I'm going to look at companies that are reputable and that have some sort of a warranty that if the battery puffs... I can take it back or send it back yeah. and say, hey, look, this battery wasn't a good one, and they'll send me a new one. And there so, are several manufacturers that do that. So I know, I know we don't have much time left, so do you want to just, like, summarize what we talked about, Mike, or do you want to, you know, like, do you feel like we beat this dead horse already? No, I, I think it's uh, it's a good summary that, um, you know, we kind of clarified in, in your eyes. I think we clarified that uh, there is a, you know, method to our madness that, if you start at uh, the weight of the aircraft, look at your battery limitations and the size of the airplane, if you can fit that stuff in there, and then look at uh, you know what kind of motor ESC combo, and then with all of that information, uh, you can look and say, hey, how am I going to fly this? If I'm going to fly it as a sport aircraft, uh, maybe I only need a 30C battery. If I'm going to fly it as a 3D airplane and really honk on it, you know, put a lot of you know energy through it, maybe I need a 60C. So. Uh, all of that combined, you know, kind of gets you along the track. And then once you get down that track, then, uh, you know, Jay's Depends comes in all over the place where you can say, okay, well, you know, what kind of prop <laughs> do I need? Not doing this? it, not wearing them. <laughs> do I need an electric? Do I need a, you know, whatever kind of prop? And, and then it's just a matter of taste and, you know, we can kind of go over that. But uh, I think you brought up a lot of valid points. Um, you know, hopefully we answered Jim's question. Uh, I think it's still worthy of uh, some more di- some more discussion. So, uh, yeah, join us uh, on the next episode when we kind of continue this discussion on uh, electric to or gas to electric conversions. If you have something uh, that you'd like to ask, uh, parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com and, you know, give us a jingle or hit us up on our uh, Facebook account at uh, the Parkflyer Podcast Listeners Group and uh, let us know what you think. So, from Michael here in Arizona and Jay from the hills of Texas, I'm Jay. And AK Mike in Texas. All right, we'll see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>